Mary! Sweet, sweet Mary! Calm down, man. Well, the way it all started was... We were camping. And I remember out of nowhere, we were all laid down and I heard somebody say, Sweet, sweet Mary! <laughs> he only has one line. <laughs> sweet, sweet Mary! <laughs> you can look, but you better not touch. Sweet, sweet Mary! And in the wilderness, we were camping. We were way down the river. We had what many people would call today an AR. Everyone was asleep but one person. And all he could say was, Sweet, sweet Mary! Sweet, sweet Mary! And then all you could hear in the background, and it literally made me piss my pants, was this. Hey folks, this is your host Alan, and welcome to another episode of Porch Talk. With me tonight, I have Brother Cobb. Hi. And earlier this week, I don't know if you caught it, but you'll be able to catch it again this weekend. There was a wonderful thing that happened right after the Super Bowl. The following weekend, it's a thing called the AFL, the Alliance Football League. I thought she was going to say that new Backstreet Boys album dropped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't gave it a listen yet. No, me neither. Didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. What did you really say? <laughs> All right. So back to the Alliance Football League, man. So I remember talking with you like a few months ago, or it may have been almost a year ago. When we were talking about the AFL and whether or not it was going to be a big thing because the XFL is also coming back. Is that right? Is that yeah, that's next year. And so, like, the XFL has been there, but it didn't really have a whole lot of success, and we were kind of curious about if the AFL would have success. And now it's here, and Birmingham has a team, and they played Sunday, and they played the Memphis Express. This is the Birmingham Iron. And, by the way, Alabama fans, they have Trent Richardson, and he had a touchdown, and he also had a – two-point conversion, but by the yeah, way, we're yeah, going to get to the rules. You, you cannot kick a PAT. You have to go for two. And so, yeah. you know, just while we're at it, let's. Uh, you can only rush five, and the time does not stop when you step out of bounds. Nope. But it does stop on an incomplete pass. Yes. And so, if you do rush more than five, and so how that works is, uh, Birmingham Iron, they had to call on them today, and I thought it was bullcrap, but so with where the original line of scrimmage is, is if you have someone in a five-yard radius, and so you bring in five, and let's just say you had someone playing like a quarterback spy or some kind of a middle zone, yeah. 
if he's not five yards off of the original line of scrimmage, he's going to be called for it. Yeah. It's a 15. That's like a pass interference call. You know, it's automatic first down, and it's like you're giving up a free play. Yeah. I'm glad they kept the incomplete pass to stop the clock. You remember when he was watching that? I'm like, yeah, we had kind of like, like a hard time. It's like because he stepped out of bounds and the clock I'm ran. Like, what it was like, you like does the clock end of the game? You need a touchdown and you need to stop the clock with a minute fifteen left yeah. or something. How do you do that? <laughs> well, we figured out you just spike it, I guess. Yeah. It's your incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a lot of other interesting things. So the game kind of started slow. And by the way. If you're getting kind of familiar with the the AFL, guess who's a coach down in Orlando? The good old ball coach. And he ain't wearing a visor. No, he's wearing a hat now. That's right. Steve Sur- Spurrier. Steve Spurrier is back in action. Yeah. And then a baseball cap with a little bit of swag to the left, son. He was mic'd up. That was enjoyable. It was. All these coaches for this, and it's CBS broadcasted, and so like the coaches are mic'd up and the quarterback. quarterbacks are mic'd up. It was a lot of fun to watch today. And by the way, it was really fast-paced. Yeah. The first half seemed like it was like 30 minutes. And so you had left for the before the second half, and so the game kind of picked up. Birmingham was able to put together a touchdown. Trent Richardson got the first recorded touchdown for the Birmingham Iron. Yeah. By the way, Perez is quarterback, and he was this uh, cat that won like Division Two. I think it was called the Harleton Trophy. That's like the Heisman yeah. for Division Two college football. Yeah, and this cat didn't play high school football. No, he like learned, he learned from video games and YouTube. Yeah, and so I mean, he was also involved in like some I think NFL training camps. But his match was because the Rams. Rams, yeah. Rams, yeah, because yeah. there was a in the playbook. And by the way, the head coach for the Birmingham Iron, he was a defensive-minded guy. I think he had like 16, 18 years in it NFL looks like experience. It. Shut out, yeah, shut him out. And man, so the Birmingham Iron had this huge fourth and one stand. It was near goal line, you yeah. know. Like let's just say, like the first down was at the four, and they were at the five. Okay, yeah. and so it was, it was a huge down and the. At this point in the game, they were down nine nothing at the half, and we were late in the third quarter. And I think by this time they were up, they were down by a whole lot more at this point. It was touchdown or bust. Yeah. But the iron shut it down, dude. It was like a loss for two. I wonder what the five man blitz thing is for that situation. Yeah, I wonder if that does kind of change. Because I mean, there. what if you can't get five yards back off the line? You know. Yeah, it's like it's five of us, and there's like eight of them. Yeah. Right. And so, like, when you realize it's a run, is that no longer considered rushing? Because it, it is only for the rush. Yeah. You have to go for the ball. So many questions. <laughs> I do have a lot of questions for this league. Yeah. But anyway, the Birmingham Iron put together this goal line stand and stopped it. Hey, Quan Bray, too. Quan Bray for Auburn. Boy for the Iron. Also, for uh, LSU fans, I think y'all should pull for the Memphis Express. They did get shut out today, but their defensive front, and I think a couple of the linebackers guys. And also, Mettenberger is the second-string quarterback for the Memphis Express. Yeah. And so, LSU, you have a lot going on in the AFL. It's the AAF. AAFL? American Alliance Football. Okay. Well, that explains why I looked up AFL and it pulled up the Australian Football League. Yeah, we don't have one of those. No, we They're don't. They're not traveling. Mm-mm. And so, anyway... You could pick this up. It's uh, Saturday, Sunday nights, or actually it was kind of midday during Sunday. And so Aston Kutcher tweeted that it was like the biggest relief because it's the most depressing weekend 
for him because Super Bowl is over and now there's no football to watch. And so, I mean, check the AFL out and also XFL be out. AAFL. I wish I was Ashton Kutcher. I could find something to do. In a heartbeat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where you live? I'll go to the NBA game. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's good football. It's good to see it. It's kind of out of season. And right now we have baseball kicking back in. Softball is getting ready to start back up. Yeah, gymnastics if you're into that. I mean, we, there are sports going on, but for the rest of us here, especially in the southeast, we're really looking forward to college football. September is – Give the, us any football, please. Yeah, it's kind of binging for it. And so here's a fresh dose of something new, and we have a team to support here in Alabama, Birmingham Iron. I think they got the sweetest unis. Got the black and white, right? Yeah, I like it. I wonder what the white jersey is going to look like. I don't know. We'll have to see. You said they come on Sundays? Saturday and Sundays. Yeah. Because Spurrier played Saturday night. Yeah. I, hope, I wonder if that's And by the weekend. way, Spurrier looks like he's going to be a force. He, like, uh, beat that team, like, 40 to nothing. It's like 41 to 6, I think. No, no, no. The, I don't think the other team scored. Oh, cool. They may have scored. It may have been 6. It may have been 6. Yeah. But it's good to see Spurrier back, right? Yeah. And <laughs> your favorite commentator for that game on CBS. Oh, shut your face. You love – I wish I had Vern there with him. Oh, my oh, Lord. Man. Here we go. Alan loves Gary Danielson. <laughs> he has cutouts in his room, fat heads. <laughs> that, Don't that's hide the, it, That's man. the dartboard, man. That's the dartboard. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a good time. And I sprayed out way too much for the cracker. And once the cheese whiz goes out the container, it doesn't go back in. Welcome back. College recruiting. College recruiting, man. Bama. Numero uno. What a surprise. Is it? Are you surprised? No. I'm excited to see where Texas is going to be. Next season of college football is going to be a good one. Because you have, there's going to be a lot of hype on Oklahoma. Jalen, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a fun and first also, weekend. Oklahoma did number six in recruiting, according to 24-7. Oh, number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Sure did. There ain't no guarantee for But Jaylen. Texas did number three. Number three quarterback? No, number three in oh, overall recruiting. And also. What's the top five? Your top five? You have Alabama at number one, Georgia number two, Texas three. Look out for Jimbo Fisher. I know. Number four, Texas A&M. I thought it was four SEC teams in the top five. Look at five LSU. Uh, so yeah. Is, them boys uh, down here. So Texas is the only non-SEC school. Yeah. Then you have Oklahoma, Oregon, Michigan, Florida, Hey, that's good for Dan Mullen. He's always Mullen. No, this is one of his weak spots. Is recruiting. He got kind of upsetting for Clemson, to me. Yeah, they rank right underneath him. And then, then there's your Auburn Tigers. Yeah, that's our usual. We get six sometimes, something like. If that one recruit that was committed for five hundred something days would have stayed, it would have been ranked six. Would have heard. Mm. You know, he's gonna change his. It's mine on the last day, signing day. Georgia. Yeah. Might be why they're number two. 
Probably. Yeah, if he didn't come there, he'd probably like four or something. Other thing that's surprising, Tennessee did 12. Yeah. And so they got two five stars and 11 four stars. Congrats, man. Build that, uh, build it back up. It's been boring for some time now. How many four stars did Auburn get? They got two five stars. All right, we 12. got one more than they did of a four star. Mm-hmm. Then Penn State, then Ohio State, which is surprising because yeah, Urban Meyer is gone. You yeah. know, you don't know what kind of situation that is. And by the way, while we're on the topic of recruiting, and I think that a lot of the decommits from Alabama who went on to like Clemson and say at best is, I know who my coach is going to be for the entirety of my time being there. Not just talking about head coach, but just like assistant coaches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Brent Venables. Yeah. Killing it. I think there's something special about that. Yes. And Alabama has consistently been known rotation. Is yeah, it's like they got to get recruiting class of coaches. Yeah. That's exactly what it's been like lately. So, are you excited about any of your players you got? Coming your, up. Your Bama boys in this recruiting class. You get your your awesome quarterback's little brother. You get the grandson <laughs> of Paul Bear Bryant, Paul Tyson. You probably got the number one running back. You know, your usual blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it's – yeah, I am excited. But, I mean, you kind of summed it up with – Same-o, same-o. Yeah. I'm used to this. I've, we're living in don't don't be hating now I'm not hating you should bask in it I am it won't last forever okay but so, while it's here you gotta you gotta enjoy it it's your turn to win it since the Patriots won it this last time oh that's Y'all wild bounce back and forth that's so. wild that's brought up it's like the last five years. Yeah, and so if you're not aware it was 2011 2014 15 16 17 18 18 they go back and forth. They go back and forth. Bama loses, Patriots win. Bama wins, Patriots lose. Bing bop boom. Has that been on The Simpsons yet? I don't know. I ain't Matt Groman, if you are indeed a time traveler, it's time to do it. Why hasn't that been on The Simpsons? Put Auburn on there. <laughs> you got you one, man. Come on. Yeah. You got one. You got one another one. Yeah, that's fine. That was a stressful one with the Cam Newton situation. Wasn't it? Was go it? hang out with my Bama friends. And tell them, FBI's investigating. We're going to take it away. It's, it won't last. I was like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to wait five years from now. It's like, <laughs> is the FBI still investigating? Yeah. No. Yeah. It'll be something for you to look forward to. So... When I was young, I stumbled into an abandoned house. And in one of the rooms of that house was an old piano. I didn't know how to play piano, so I just fumbled across the keys, pressed the pedals down, trying to construct a melody, trying to get what was in my brain to my fingertips. 
then I press three notes down together at the same time. Hey, oh! <laughs> I didn't have a clue what you was talking about. Yeah. Well, Are we going to let recruiting still? Yeah. All right, hey, we're moving on to uh, the more graphic portion of the show now. Hey, so, Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, a little Netflix mini doc series come out, the Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah, so it's like two, three weeks old now, and everybody's like losing their mind over it. And so it's not something new. Yeah, I've known about him for a hot little minute. Okay, so unload that. I'm interested in true crime. We're getting a little bit more into the part of the show that's going to be a little bit hard to hear for some. What do you know about him? Yeah, we've pretty much done it. I mean, like, what are the girls saying on the internets? The internets. Oh, dude. I mean, he's just like the, the finest killer Oh my gosh, he's so he's so fine. Did you know that he killed college girls? Like that was his main. Like twenty nine of them. Yeah, and like that he would scope them out right there and like lay them out and like let them be dead for a couple of days, put some fresh lipstick on them, and then just give shampoo it to them. their hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a great looking guy. <laughs> yeah, from this Netflix series. That yeah, kind of just what a great portrayal. It doesn't go deep into that graphic detail. How sexy is that? Yeah. Don't you like being dead for four days and then getting pork? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. You're, he had a, like a skull monument in the mountains. I mean, like this dude, they, this is what I didn't like about this series. Is They just, I guess it's the Ted Bundy tape, so they going to use actual footage. Which yeah, I mean, we got it pulled up on the television right now. We're kind of seeing it. I'm so like, hey, what, are you really going to get to some of the things that was actually happening? Yeah, or talk about it or something. You left it untold. You, you, you got this tape series, so it's actual footage. So you, you ain't going to have actual footage of murders and them preying on victims. Yeah. But, uh. They need these girls need to know that about him. Yeah, it's he's like, a sick monster. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just necrophilia is not cool. No, that's, I've never been down for. Uh, this dude parks his car and walks deep in the woods in like the I, middle of the night. I hit a level with you, man. Like, even funerals kind of give me, like, a weird vibe. Like, seeing somebody, like, just yeah. seeing the body and, like, it not being alive. It's like, man, it's kind of weird to yeah, me. Yeah, I'd want a closed casket. Yeah, for real. If if Remember I had... me alive. I just want to be burnt, for real. <laughs> yeah, me too. Or whatever's the cheapest, man. If you, Like, donate it to science. Actually, I want one of those little <laughs> pod tree thingies. Ooh. Okay. Those are probably super expensive. Yeah, okay. So, we're not going to do that. But, like, I, I'm, I'm saying, dude, it's like, just whatever's going to be the cheapest. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to burden the family with, like, this funeral. I just, like, put my body in a pine box and, like, just set that thing away. Use that money for the after party or something. Exactly, man. Like, throw down for me one last time. Get Greta. Get Greta Van Fleet if you have to. I don't know. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah, old Teddy. I'm sexy and I know it. That's what they say. (laughs) But, like... It focuses, the Netflix focused more on, like, 
him getting arrested and being his own lawyer. Right. Yeah. He, when he got arrested, so you know, you know, he started off killing in Washington. He got arrested for kidnapping there. No, I didn't know that. Like, I, I, yeah. I literally told you everything that I knew earlier. So, he somehow... Necrophilia, that's it. Straight off to Utah. I think he got arrested there for the Washington stuff, or Utah and Washington stuff. Yeah. Probation Yeah, he got arrested in Utah. Then Washington found out about it. He was like, hey, holler at your boy. <laughs> Bring him back. <laughs> but, uh... They had him held up in the Washington court, and he was being his own lawyer then, so he had his own little private room. And he jumped out a 25-foot window. And uh, they caught him two days later or something. But uh, they did some more killings, and he ended up in Colorado, got arrested there, and escaped. They had him in the prison now, or jail, like a cell. Dude was a master escape artist. Yeah, he's a Shawshank. Not the good one. But, uh, <laughs> what a he, he's in it. a little square opening, just a little bitty one. He lost like 35 pounds to fit through this thing. And it looks so small. I don't see how he still fit. But he figured out, like, uh, one of the guards had an apartment above his cell. And he would do practice runs to see if anybody could hear him. He would complain about it to the prison guards. It's like, there's some noise coming on the roof. They were like, oh, ain't nothing, Ted. Yeah. But on it Christmas is... Eve, I think, what he escaped Colorado. I mean, like, how scary is that back in the day, the 70s? I don't know how big their, like, news I wonder how was. I wonder how long it took to get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because, like, with today, man, it's like anybody who has a smartphone can get this thing out. But, like... Then? Then, yeah, local news. I wonder how long it took, like, uh, six hours later, yeah. 12 hours, I don't know when, a day later, Maybe they a couple have one episode of World News on Sunday. But this dude's covered some states now. I think he ended up covering seven or something like that. All That's, right, and just for those listening, those for who adore his attraction, what was his typical target? Oh, the co-eds, like the college girls. Ooh. I mean, he... They picked some not so ones. attractive now, right? Oh, I, I, he had groupies in the courtroom, so maybe so. People are crazy. He must have had a way with words. Oh, he's that's why they're making him like the fourth movie about him is about to come out with Zac Efron. I don't like that choice. That's probably that's a really bad choice. It, some people like it. I don't. I'd rather have Greg Kinnear, I think, or somebody like that, because I just see Zac Efron with Ted Bundy hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, did you ever see that movie Monster about Ch- with Charlize Theron? I have About Aileen Warnos? I have That's not. a serial killer, female one, like one of the first ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, Dark Knight. I Joker. Do. Yes. Do you see Heath Ledger? I see Joker. Yeah. You know, I, Ted Bundy. Zac Efron. I see Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy here. So... Begins his little road trip. Ted's free. I think he heads to Chicago for a little pit stop. Gets in a bar fight there. But that ain't his main little mission he's on. He's going to see his alma mater play football. Washington Huskies. Go Huskies. Yeah, that's him. Playing Michigan. And I think Washington won. So, Hmm. if he wasn't a monster, he could have been here maybe on this episode talking about Washington recruit. Hmm. But he's dead. Mm. So, 
after that, he heads on down to Florida State, I think. And that's where he gets into berserker mode. And he, he's like a, a monster for real. I think he kills five sorority chicks oh. in this one sorority. It's awful. I ain't getting into details. And I think he goes, he does his business there and goes a couple houses down. And kills like a 12-year-old girl, 14, something like that. Mm. When he gets busted the last time, he was headed up to our home state. Home sweet home, Alabama. And he gets caught. Yep, got pulled over, heading towards Alabama. The officer tells him to step out of the car, and he's like, you know who I am? He's like, step out of the car, sir. And he tries to wrestle around with him, but uh, the officer finally pins him up against the car, handcuffs him, and he's just like, he's just, he's a little... No, officer, please. Just, just kill me. Please, just kill me. Being a little whiny baby now. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, it's little to Ted know it's his time to shine in the spotlight. He gets to be his own little lawyer, represent himself, and, like, he's world news now. He's world star. World star. Yeah. And he loves it. This is when he has his groupies, like I was saying earlier. Uh-oh. Yeah. There's all kinds of theatrics go down in this court. And like he legally gets married. He legally gets married because that's Florida. What is it? What they say? In a court of law, in front of a judge, you can marry yourself. And he it's, did it yeah. undercover, kinda. Yeah, as long as you say a specific type of word and he was like, worded a couple of certain ways. He's, he's, he's uh, cross-examining his girlfriend at the moment on the stand. He's like, you know, trying to like get her to say how good of a person he is and stuff. It's like, how much do you love me, baby? I'd marry him today. It's just like, for real. And he proposes kind of a little low-key. Yes. And he's like, I say yes, too. And he's like, stop that. The judge is like, gavel, gavel. Stop that and get his little kids. And now they're legally married. Yeah. In the state of Florida. Yeah. So, he gets found guilty. He rides old the electric chair. Anyway, if you want to get me an early Christmas present, it's that Burn Bundy Burn t shirt. They had a tailgate party for this dude. Outside, like in a field across from the prison for his execution. And what state did this take place in? This is far state, man. This Tallahassee. They had a I think it was like college kids and stuff. Hammered at three in the morning to seven or whatever. Well, that would make the most sense, I guess, since that's who he preyed on. Yeah. I tell you another little interesting uh, factoid. The movie I got about Ted Bundy, I think it's called The Stranger Beside Me, is a. Uh, is this woman became like one of the best crime authors, but she worked with him for like eighteen years or something, and you guess where they worked. A suicide hotline. This is like her friend. What? But she knows she finds out like this lunatic needs to go down. Holy That's just... crap! Yeah. Wow! You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. <laughs> That's crazy, ain't it? It is crazy. Yeah. Happier thoughts. 
Volkswagen Beetles, man. Bugs. I mean, Punch Bug, you know that? That's his car choice. Even happier thoughts than those. All right, opening back up, we are moving on off into movies and Netflix and shows. Uh, I watched this uh, crazy documentary series. Not in a series, it's just a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. And I promise you, just watch 20 minutes of it's. It's so this really happened. It's so crazy. If it was just a movie, I would be like, "Wow, oh, this is too far fetched." I'm taking this out. But it really happened. I mean, that's something that we kind of said in the past, man. Like uh, on episodes on Porch Talk, is sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like sometimes, like when reality kind of strikes right in front of you, like, is this real life? Yes. Am I dreaming? Did this just happen? This is what I felt like watching this movie. And so break down what 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 went down. It's the Michael Jordan of pedophiles in like the fifties and sixties. The goat of pedophiles. I don't want to put it in that way. I don't glorify. You said Michael him. Jordan. I, I did, but like this dude, it's far out there. The manipulation he done to this family to get this girl. It was just one girl. Yeah. But uh, that's like just watch twenty minutes of it. It's it's so crazy. I, a bunch of people probably are seeing it because it's like trending on Netflix. You know they got that category and popular. Sure, 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 sure. But uh, I don't give details and stuff. I mean, it's it, I don't want to give details because so they're so what's crazy. What's the name of it? One more time. Abducted in plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. So check that out. Give Cobb 20 minutes of your time and let us know what you think. It's true crime too. So fear beware. I'll give you this, man. And just kind of go off into movies deeper. And I don't know if you want to go off into uh, today's, but let me go off into yesterday's. You know what we watched today? What'd you watch? Tremors. Oh, yeah, classic, man. Reba McIntyre. I mean, it's probably just, you know, Reba. Yeah. Sassy. Yeah. I don't think any Dang it, Bert! I don't think that's going to stand up for, you know, people that didn't see it back in our day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, someone that's 19 or something right now. Yeah, they go back and watch it. This is is complete garbage. We understand the beauty in it. We really do. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, there's Kevin Bacon up in there. Six six degrees of it. You you ever seen that? You ever played that little game? Yeah. It's fun. It is. It was in its time. We've had a lot of Julia Roberts. Yeah, she's making a comeback. We've also had... um, Dad's been on this kick of Blade lately, and so... Blade? One, two, three, and Trinity... I'm fully caught up on the series now, so if you want to hash things out on Blade... You got the one that's got Triple H in it? That's there. That is on the DVR, bro. I was just curious. I don't want to watch it. I mean, I'm not saying watch it, but me and him sat down and done it, and I was like, that was one that's I the one had to Ryan Reynolds, ain't it? It is. Ryan Reynolds it had is. a pre-Deadpool. Yeah. All right, so with movies, anything you're looking forward to coming out? Jordan Peele's new horror movie, Us... 
That's, that's going to be one we'll probably go watch. Okay. You know, I wanted to watch Class, but I got bad reviews. Right. But I'm pretty... A lot of trust in Jordan Peele. With Get Out, his first one... That's what I'm saying. It's like, man, I, I finally got the chance to sit down and watch it. And, you know, like, with Jordan Peele, he has a lot of symbolism and a lot of things that go on and a lot of the dialogue. Man, he's pretty deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, with Get Out, like, a lot of the things that he was trying to portray... Oh, he's doing the new Twilight Zone series. That, he had the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, you remember he's bringing back out? the Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like the creativity that's coming out of Jordan Peele right now. Do you ever see Candyman? I have not that, seen it. That 90s horror movie? Mm-mm. What's a little bit about that? Supposedly I've seen he's going to reboot that. And you know who's going to star in it? Who? Maybe it's Candyman. Lakeith Stanfield. That's our boy from Atlanta. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I, I like it. Yeah, it's going to be a good deal. You've never seen Candyman. I don't think I've ever seen oh, it. Do you, do you own fun. it? No, I don't own it. But say, let me let me let me borrow a movie from the the videography of Cobb of all the, the movies that he owns. Yeah, you don't own that. <laughs> yeah, I got a awful, disgusting movie I ordered from Amazon because I wasn't getting around here. It's called Bite. Did you ever watch Fly from the eighties with Jeff Goldblum? What was it about? He like gets in his con contraption thing you ever seen a census episode where Bart turns into the fly back in the day no where he gets in a little contraption and the fly sneaks in there and he like and he turns into half human half fly no I haven't seen that's that. a Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum movie the fly from the 80s and he's like he turns into a human fly and starts falling apart and stuff oh wow okay gross yeah. gross but this is what this movie is bite I ordered from Amazon it's, I watched it the first time and it was hard to watch mm-hmm. like just gross it's about this chick that goes on a bachelorette party in like Costa Rica or somewhere and she swims in this little lagoon mm-hmm. with her gal pals you know hey. <laughs> swimming in a lagoon ow something bit me but uh, it like took her over so, oh no so, yeah she turns into like a bug thing laying eggs her apartment is so gross. Like a tusk kind of thing? No, it's way worse in gross areas. Not ending up in a zoo and it's just a lot more No, this that. is just, I'm trying to hide this secret of me falling apart. Okay, well, let's move on. Happier <laughs> thoughts, happier thoughts, happier thoughts. Music, 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 Paul. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. The regular crowd shuffles in, and there's an old man sitting right next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. says, son, can you play me a memory? And I'm not really sure how it goes. But it's sad and it's sweet 
and I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. And sing us a song, you're the music man. Let's go. Hi! Hi, I'm Harry Carey. Alright, folks, up? welcome to uh, the music portion of the show. So the Grammys just recently went down. Something, um, we haven't really followed a whole awful lot of years going by, but some of the artists that we have been talking about has been nominated, and so I thought it would be cool to kind of give you how it all played out. Here's the Grammys. Kyle, take it away. Uh, I'm just going to, we're going to go to the categories we like. Okay, great. Our winners. Our winners. Best song. Great. Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. This <laughs> is America. This is America. Yep, that's that winner of that. Best rap album, Cardi B. Didn't mm. really want that one. I wanted Mac Miller or Pusher T. Best rap song, Drake, God's Plan. Mm. New artists, don't know this chick. All I know is Margot Price or Greta Van Fleet didn't win. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, pop duo group performance, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Shallow. No, 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 no. Say that one more time. Bradley Cooper is taking home a Grammy. Bradley Cooper, who is what? An actor. And he done what? Star is Born director. Mm. Actor. With who? Singing. Lady Gaga. And they won a Grammy. Bradley Cooper's a Grammy winner. Dope. That's crazy. Dope. Song written for visual media. Lady Gaga, Shallow. Mark Ronson. Andrew Wyatt. Dot, dot, dot. I wonder if Bradley Cooper's in that. He might be a part of the dot, dot, dot. I'm not going to it. Cool. Maybe you took home two Grammys. Do your research. Uh, rock album. Best rock <laughs> album. Here we go. Greta Van Fleet. Our boys, Greta Van Fleet. Congratulations, you youngsters. Yes. You took home best rock album, but it was from the fires. That's a good one. It is. That's with Highway Tunes, Safari Song, and yeah. Flower Power. I mean, they're both good. Like Smoke Rising. Yeah. Rap. Solid album. Best rap song performance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Another winner for us. Childish. This is America. Once again, two Grammys on one song. Yep. Pop solo performance. Lady Gaga. Joanne. Never heard it. <laughs> All right, Our shut the show here. down. These recommendations. I'll give you three real quick, like... Like to give you passion pit. The song's called. Someone's dying in the background. Yeah. Hey. Just wait. Let him get it out of his system. <laughs> Put your finger down your throat, man. Give you three music recommendations real quick off the top. We have Passion Pit. The song's called Take a Walk. You can hear it on Lot 1017. Matter of fact, all three of these plugs will be, you can hear them on Lot 1017. You also have uh, Jude in the Line. 
Later songs that they have out is uh, Take It All Back. And then Young and the Giant. I've heard that one. That is Superposition. Yeah, I heard that the other day. I Those like are your plugs for this evening's show. And Cobb, let's go ahead and get on out of here. We can face, uh, well, I don't know. All right, that sounded good. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <coughs>
best run and my worst lead ride. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, continue to support it. Rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend. Follow us on social media. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Also, I uh, want to give credit where it's due. That little bit about uh, stumbling into an old house, that is getting the mine shaft off of Jack White's boarding house reach. Uh, if you've seen it live, uh, you'll know that he has a lot of different ways that he introduces it. So you may have not heard it that way, but that's the album cut of it. Anyway, we're getting out of here. See ya. Peace.